Thank you and welcome back to Race Industry Week 2023. Uh, our producer, Reed Keneski, is in touch with uh, Richard's team right now. He, uh, they are trying to log him in, having a little technical challenge, but they sh he should be with us any second. Mr. Hammond, what a great hey, session. Hey, Francis, I have somebody special right next to me, so let me get out of the way. <laughs> Ooh, who could that be? Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi. Well, Francis, I was getting ready to say when Richard gets here, the king will be here, but I should bow <laughs> to the queen of racing, Linda Bond. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. How are you doing, Linda? Bonjour, Francis. I'm doing Bonjour, Linda. <laughs> now, wait a cotton picking minute. You guys are not going to start doing that French deal between the two of you, are you? This is not fair. This is not fair. I protest. I protest. We were saying and we were supposed to be all English. It's supposed to be all English. Don't do this. How y'all doing? We're doing great. Yeah, that's better. How y'all doing? I like yeah. that. Oh, man. I, I can't do that, but I'll let you do it. <laughs> you can't do the y'all part, Francis. Come on now. Come on, you can say I, bonjour, and you can say hello. Yeah, you know. Hi, y'all. Uh, no, th thank Lesson you, Linda. Southern English. Hi, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I, I can try. I, yeah. I'll try. I'll try. But no, thank, thank you for being with us today. Uh, you're, you're the star welcome. of the week. We, thanks to Miss Judy. <laughs> we're going to have uh, you twice. Yeah, looking I know forward that. to it. I know but that. The king's having a hard time getting through. I sure hope we get through because I can tell some stories on the king and I. That's a movie. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, there was a movie called The King and I. That's let's, right. let's leave the movie and let's not be bringing this into real life. Okay. <laughs> Jeff, I'm sorry I didn't get your address, but I have those pictures for you. So I make sure I get your address before I leave today. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, Francis, Linda and I were in Chattanooga a few weeks ago yes. and um, had a chance to, you know, uh, talk and cut up a little bit. And it, it really turned out to be, once again, I, I could not believe how good the event got in one lovely. year. It was lovely. It, it was a little cold, really, but you know what? The cars were beautiful. The people mm -hmm. were great. And so many of our friends were there. And it's such for such a good cause because you know I go to a neuroscientist myself with some of my injuries that I've had, and I, I just love helping uh, those doctors back there. So I'm, I hope we get to do it again next year. I do too, and you know Ray Everham, you know, he he helps me, you know, he brings me along with him, and Absolutely. I, I really enjoyed that, you know. And uh, Billy Ryan was up there with a lot of uh, stock cars. And uh, wasn't that great? I, I, yeah, the history of the stock cars because you were you were you were actually signing right there with the uh, four four two Ozenbills you had. Oh, those were Hearst. two Hearst Ozenbills. Yeah, and got big block. Hey, here, here is here. Mr. Pity. Okay, here's Richard. <laughs> Can you hear us? Okay, Richard. A little bit. All Turn right. We'll talk. We'll talk loud then. How you doing, my friend? Doing great, man. Kind of cold down here. Other than that, we're doing great. Well, I, I know what you mean. It's a little chilly outside. That's the reason why you're wrapped up. That's the one thing I like about you know you what you do is that scarf you wear regularly. Uh, 
I, you really turned that into a an accessory that makes it good for me to wear because I said, man, if the king can wear that, I can wear that. You know <laughs> what I mean? You, when it's this cold, you need it, man. That's for sure. I'm getting yeah. ready for Christmas, so I'm getting my, getting my Christmas colors out. <laughs> that's a good thing that's a real good thing hey richard i mean uh let's just jump right on in, into this here because both of you can speak to this and that is we just you know celebrated we're celebrating 75 years of nascar um what what has this year meant to you because i know that they they played a lot of your highlights and showed your dad and your brothers and stuff like it and a lot of stuff that i have seen when you know they've done uh you know kind of like a walk back through history what what's <laughs> what, what, what is what is your feelings right now about that what they, i mean did you learn anything do you remember something that you'd forgotten you know if i could remember what i forgot it'd be smart <laughs> 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 yeah you know the big deal was that uh I went to the very first cup race they had in Charlotte in 1949, and the Petties has been going ever since. We yeah. we grew up in NASCAR, and uh, you know it's changed so much. It's just uh, it's kind of hard to recognize what happened back then, and seeing all the years and all the changes and all the things that that's come about over a period of years. So, uh, and. It, you know everything has to change, so we had NASCAR had to keep up with uh, the day's deal. They couldn't mm -hmm. could, they couldn't run just stock cars because they they found out right quick they wouldn't work. So then they started modifying, and they kept modifying and modifying it, changing it, trying to make a race car out of it. And finally, a couple of years ago or a year ago, <laughs> they just gave up on the original car and just designed a completely different race car so our cars are are more like sports cars and stuff like that it's a uh, it's kind of a kid car now so uh, it's got a long way from they can't call it stock car racing anymore it has to be nascar racing yeah, i understand that right there and and linda i mean what was your first remembrance of and your opportunity to really be around the, the sport of nascar well, did you I start with nascar Yes, did I you started start with drag racing. No, I started okay. in NASCAR. I was uh, okay. Miss Atlanta 500 and met Richard in 1961. We have grown up together, literally our careers together. And uh, I've I've enjoyed it all. But I started in NASCAR. I won Miss Atlanta International Raceway in 1961. And they took me down to Daytona to ride in the parade of the visiting pace cars. And I saw that Miss Firebird float. And so I tried out and I ended up winning that the following four or five years. I was yeah. Miss Firebird for the Corolla Company. And then I met the Hearst Company and then I entered that contest. So it just snowballed and I'm still working. I believe it at this age. Richard and me still work, don't we, Richard? Right, we do. Yeah, we do. Well, the big deal, I've never considered it work. It was a love. It is love, you know, and that's why I love you so much. It is love, it really is. So that's just part of your, your being. That's part of your DNA, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. think it is. It's in my blood for sure. Let me let me ask you something, Linda. 1959, you was at Columbia, South Carolina. What was you doing there? You remember? My stepdaddy and my mother lived in Swansea, South Carolina. 
And I slipped off and went up and met your daddy and walked in the middle of the racetrack. I was a young and then. I was real young. <laughs> and uh, we walked across and went over there and, and watched our race. And that was fantastic. I got stars in my eyes and dirt in my hair. And I loved every minute of it. I just I remember that. That's the first time I remember Linda. Yeah. Thank you for refreshing my memory. <laughs> it was a convertible race. Yeah, it was a yeah, convertible yeah. race. Sometime yeah. in July or something. Anyhow, I wound up winning the race. Yeah, he did. Somehow she got in the winner's circle. Because <laughs> they asked me to. You know, I don't know how she led it, but she was there. I do remember that. Yeah, well, I'm now, so see, that you remember you, that. Thank you. You're already lying to me, Richard, because you say you can't remember stuff like that, and you remember <laughs> the date and the place and, you know, the the moment. It was uh, the kiss. It, it, is it selective memories or just certain things like that are just etched in your probably, head? Probably selective memory, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if it's real serious, I can't remember. <laughs> you know, um, that's not what I <laughs> you you know, you you're talking in, in about something, uh, the history of this sport. I mean, we got a chance, like I say, to see a lot of history of the sport this past year. NASCAR did a really good job of you know, and and our television partners and the racetracks of bringing back moments, you know, which you were included in because, you, you know, you were so successful. <clears throat> do you think that we need to conscientiously do this on a regular basis? Because, you know, there's a lot of people that said, I didn't know that. I didn't know History. that. It's, it's almost like NASCAR was re rediscovered by a lot of families this year who have children because they didn't remember the history because we don't talk about the history. It's almost like, okay, it's history. Don't worry about it. Move on. But when we brought it back in front of them, they like what they saw. You got to figure, you know, NASCAR started, cup stuff, stuff started in 49. And uh, Wilkesboro was one of the first races. So we came back to, on their 75th anniversary, NASCAR went back to Wilkesboro. And I think that was, a good thing to do because you you can't have 75 years without some history, but you got to tell the history because everybody mm -hmm. knows what's happened the last year or two, but they don't understand what happened in 1950 or 55 or any of that stuff. So bringing back something like that, uh, I think they tried to do that by, by running dirt at Bristol, but that, that's not the way to do it. If it, yeah. if it come back to Concord or somewhere didn't run one of the original dirt tracks, it would have been great, but they didn't. But coming back to uh, Martin uh, Wilkesboro, I think that was great. And I think that would be good for them to to pursue things like that. Some of the racetracks that we don't run on now is go run an exhibition race or something like that, just to remind everybody that we've been here 75 years. You know, but, I'm but, straight A's in but, history, Richard, and I love the history. And I was the first girl in the shop class, and I learned all about NASCAR, everything I could before I even went to my first race. And I think it was wonderful watching that 75th anniversary there because the kids today need that because you got these young guys in college and getting out of school that wants to take their trade and come into the motorsports like our SPARK program. And history is valuably important for our future. You teach the history, then you go into the future. So we'll have a future for the young generation. Right. Have a future. 
to have a future, you had to have a history. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, and that's I'm glad you brought that up when you mentioned North Wilkesboro. Um another racetrack it's you know not that far from where you reside, uh Rockingham. Yeah. Uh, you know, a racetrack like that, I mean, does it not hold value uh in the history of the sport? And you know, they're they're always talking about, you know, some of these cookie cutter tracks we go to, we got too many of them, and so they try to fix them or change them. So they're not quote unquote cookie cutter, but you got a track like Rockingham sitting right there that's basically going to waste. It really is. They they modernized the racetrack. They've been trying to get NASCAR to come back. And uh, you know, it would be a nice place to run an exhibition race, even if we didn't run. But you got to figure places like Wilkesboro and uh, Rockingham went away because we had to go to Texas or California or Illinois with the race dates. So they mm -hmm. lost the dates. And uh, so there again, NASCAR was trying to spread spread the word, I guess. And uh, some of the guys just had to be at the desk. And uh, it would be nice to be able to see some of those come back just, just to tell us where we come from so that we could go to California, Texas or somewhere. Well, I, I read something where you made the comment about how you felt about Nashville uh, fairgrounds. Yeah. And, you know, uh, share with us how you kind of feel about that. I mean, that's a, that's a racetrack you're, you're kind of high on. Right. Yeah, and you got to figure Nashville, there was a bunch of, of cup drivers that come through the house and used to run there all the time. That's where Daryl got his, got his start, more or less. Mm -hmm. Cuckoo and that crap. They all came, they run some races, and they come and run cup stuff. So it's got so much history. The, the racetrack's been there since 1904 in some way, shape, or form. They've changed, they've changed the track a bunch of times. and uh, But still yet, the history of it, I just hate to see the, the history of anything that's been here that long go away. If it's not been here for 20 or 30 years, yeah, okay. That's not got no history, but something that's been here a hundred years. Yes. I think yeah, I think it's going to be preserved. Yeah. Well, if we keep going, of, Richard. We're going to be here a hundred years. <laughs> I hope both of you are. I hope I'm both of you are, and I'm here. I'm here doing the interview. I'm here doing the interview. Yeah. I'm, just, um, I'm going to stay around just long enough, long enough to aggravate people. I'll be with you. Okay, we're giving you this much in racing. Now go out and aggravate a bunch of people. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time doing that. Well, I, I was going to say this, you know, talking about history, I still go to the racetrack every now and then. I'll be going a lot more next year. But when I go to the racetrack and then at the same time, I've run across you at the shop the other day, you and Dale Lemon, but you guys go to the racetrack still a lot. I mean, you're seen around the racetrack. Why? I mean, what do you, what, what is Richard Petty getting out of it today? It, I, it, I mean, you know, some of the racing deals and the way they've run things, maybe I don't like. Okay. But I knew things had to be changed. But I still got my DNA is is Petty Blue. Okay. <laughs> you know, when yeah. they, I guess I can't get it out of me. And Dale's the same way. It, it gives us uh, entertainment, it gives us stuff to talk about during the week. Because 
again, we look at history. This is where we came from, guys. You know, we don't know any better. So uh, we got to go and sort of find out what's going on today or, you know, tomorrow. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to getting this season started off, uh, I guess, in February and, you know, looking looking at maybe going some more races this, this year than what we did last year. See what happened? We went to all the races and then COVID come along and they wouldn't let us go to the races. Yeah. And so we kind of got out of the habit. But once I started back, I think I went to more races this year than I did last year because I just, I'm getting back in the groove, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I you hear know, you. I know where I came from. I just don't know where I'm going because I'm going to be doing the same thing, Richard. I will see you at Daytona for sure. The main thing well, is keep going, okay? You know. Yeah, you got to keep going, and and there's no doubt about that. And you know, you've re referenced this a couple times as far as the DNA, uh, Petty Blue. I had the privilege of just about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, I was at a uh, an event you had at your museum in Randleman. Uh, great, great function. Had a golf court, had a golf tournament go along with it, but. The museum. I mean, it, it's a number one, like you know, it's one of the top ten attractions in the state of North Carolina to begin with. But I also want to talk about the Petty Garage. It's not just the history; it's uh, it's what's happening today and being done today under, once again, the Petty Banner. Yeah, what happened? Uh, you know, my dad started everything here in 1949. So if you go to a museum. Uh, you go to a new museum and they, you know, got chandeliers, they got everything all fancy and they moved the stuff. Well, we just didn't move anything. <laughs> everything is still here, the original shop, original floor, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, we was going along with Petty Enterprises and then we kind of sold a little bit of it and got kind of got out of that part of it. And uh, so we had some boys here that, that um, workforce for 15, 20, 30 years, and they didn't want to have to get another job or, or travel anywhere. So uh, I had three or four race cars that I wanted to fix back up so we could put them in the museum. So the first thing you know, we were back there working around. Here comes somebody and says, hey, man, can you, you know, can you modify my car? Can you do something to it? So the first thing you know, you know, we, we rebuilt, rebuilt team models here. Any, anything that you got, they bring them in in baskets, and we, we, our boys back there take them and make cars back out of. And we do a lot of new car stuff where people want a bigger engine, more horsepower, they want bigger brakes, you know, different mufflers, you know, whatever they want to do. Uh, we've got a paint shop here. We do fancy paint jobs. Anything you want done to your car that you can think about, then. Petty's Garage can do it. And, uh, you know, we're trying to expand that deal. Uh, we've got three or four old race cars back there that people's dug out of the bank somewhere and they bring them in here and we refurbish them. We make them back as, as stock as we can because we can go look at some of our race cars and go back to the 1950s, 1970s, or 60s, whatever, and, and make the cars pretty authentic. And the basic big deal, if they bring in the majority of the, the pieces 
no matter where they rested or whatever, we can make new pieces and, and make it look like uh, it's an original set. I it's, stockpiled uh, a bunch of original old stock. I've got a whole bunch of shifters that I saved in my garage. And every once in a while, one of my friends is rebuilding something. Like that Plymouth he wanted, I had that slapstick shifter for it. Original old stock still in a box. So I would go to a lot of these speed shops and pick up the things that they still have left that they haven't sold. And uh, I think that was a very wise move. And especially the younger kids want to know all about it, Richard. I, I think that's wonderful you got that restoration shop. Yeah, it, it, it works. It works really good. I mean, yeah. we got we still got a bunch of parts. We know people that's got different parts for Fords or Chevrolets or Pontiacs, or whatever it may be. So uh, it might take a while to get everything together, but they usually can get it all together. Now, again, that's one of the things that I was I was impressed by, uh, and then talking to your crew around there that you know uh, it's growing, and you know you're able to you know they you got. Yeah. some needs for some, you know, some skilled labor. I mean, used to be in racing, if you wanted a welder, all you had to do is turn and say, hey, come over here, Joe, and weld this for me. But now <laughs> people are looking for skilled welders. Uh, they just, they're not raised, you might say, on the farm like it was back in the good old days. I mean, you you learned by trial and error and somebody else who knew how to weld, teaching you how to weld. And uh, I've, I've heard some stories about some of your welding uh what's what was your view about it were you a good welder or uh, was everybody saying that chicken scratch you used to put on there wasn't very good i don't know how good a welder i was nothing ever fell off that i welded so, <laughs> might not look too pretty but it stuck and that was the main thing it worked yeah i, I was getting ready to say you uh you trusted it enough to put yourself in in, in, in amongst it right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I might not have trusted anybody else, but I trusted myself. You know? But we had, you know, we had uh, all good people here over the years that worked here 30, 40, 40 years uh, that worked in the fab shop. And, you know, right now, the way the race cars are, you really, really don't need a fab shop uh, because you have to buy everything to, to put on the car. So, you know, from that standpoint, it talk a took a lot of ingenuity away from a bunch of talented people and they got to find a, a different way to use use their art and I always felt like a fabricator was an artist you know would you yep. just draw him up a picture and say you know we're not got we're not got a computer we're not got any of this planning and stuff you know you just go do it this is what I want to look this is what I want to look like this is what I wanted to do figure out a way to make it work. And uh, we've, we've the racing part, from our standpoint, I think Saturday night stuff is still there. The, oh, yeah. The stuff on the cup stuff, it, it's gone away. Yeah. You know, with, with all that being said, your years around the sport, working in the sport, if I had to say, Richard Petty, what was your favorite part of working on a car? Were you a better mechanic? You know, would you rather be in the engine room? You know, what what did you like to do? And what what, what do you feel like you were good at besides driving? We know you could drive the wheels off. Absolutely. I, I was a jack of all trades and really not that good at anything. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was nothing on the race car that I couldn't do. You know, I grew up working with my dad. So I had to learn to work on the car, whether it was the engine, whether it was rear end transmission, uh, brakes. You know everything you had to learn 
So when I started driving, I still worked on my own car. And so in the wintertime, in the wintertime back then, you just had one car. And at the end of the season, you'd trade it off somewhere and get enough money to buy you another car to make a race car out of it. So yeah. the guys in the in the shop always said, okay, you tell us, you know, what you want us to do, but you do most of it. You do the figuring out whether you want this or that, because you got to drive the cotton picking thing. So, uh, you know, I did a lot of a lot of work, but yeah. I had a bunch of people to bounce it off of that told me whether it was right or wrong. Hey, um, well, I had to build all my outfits, Richard, and run a mother. We'd put them out of a newspaper and we'd save all of our material because you can't fit me. I mean, you know, it's like putting a race car. So she had to make my stuff for me and she'd make me a pretty outfit for every race. But we did it by scrap and, and cutting out a newspaper and, and uh, building it for ourselves. That's how I had those pretty outfits. So you, you, did, you did a lot of your own sewing, Linda? Uh, my mother did. I did some of it. I, I mean, yeah. I can use a sewing machine, but my mother was the seamstress, and she'd always make things that the guys liked. <laughs> yeah. Mother made first racing uniforms, you know, stuff like that. So. Uh, yeah. Well, my understanding is we only have a couple more minutes, and we need to yeah. wrap this up. We got to go. Thank you. Yeah, we got to go. Richard, I love you. I love you, Jeff. Yeah, thank you, Linda. Uh, and I'll always be there for you all over the week, okay? Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Richard. Thank you very much. Thank you. Registering on ePARTRADE is easy. To start, click on the Join for Free button on the homepage. First, search your company to see if it's already in our database. If you see your company on the list, click on it to select it. Then, choose Claim Company if you are one of the decision makers, an owner, marketing person, or main company contact. Or choose Join Company if you are an employee, and press Continue. If you couldn't find your company in our database, select Register a New Company. On the following page, fill out your name, email, phone number, job title, and choose a secure password. If you chose Register a New Company, you'll need to choose your business type. Select Supplier if you're looking to display products or services and connect with buyers. Choose Racing Business if you're looking to source new parts and connect with suppliers. Choose Race Team if you own or are a member of a professional race team. Then, enter your company name. Please provide a website, Facebook page, or LinkedIn if you have one, and choose to either claim or join the company. You can view and agree to our terms of use here. If you'd like to receive our weekly newsletter, choose Accept. Finally, click Register Now and your registration will be submitted for approval. An email will be sent to your inbox. Please confirm your email address and you will be approved shortly. Welcome to ePartrade.